so when when I'm preaching or giving, giving a homily, sometimes I use words that have uh, a very clear meaning for me, and I, I, I've become more and more aware that those words don't always have the same meaning for other people. Uh, like when I use the word family, for me, family is a very, very positive term. Family is it, it's a good term. It, 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 it's a place of, uh, of security and welcome and warmth and all of that. Uh, when I use the word prayer, for me, prayer it's, it's, it's clear. The high point of it is, is the Mass and then Eucharistic Adoration and then all the devotions that you want after that. Um, those, th- th- those kind of terms aren't always clear to everyone. I, so sometimes I, I finish a homily and say, Jane, I mentioned prayer and didn't clarify at all what I meant. Or I mentioned family and didn't clarify at all what I meant. But another term that, that has come up in, in today's readings, which I think is very, very important for understanding, to be honest, all of biblical history, is the word home. I'm going to scatter... Sorry, I'm going to take the sons of Israel from the nations where they have gone. I shall gather them together from everywhere and bring them home to their own soil. I'm going to bring them home to their own soil. And then at the end of the reading, I shall make my home above, among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Home. Home. At a funeral mass, uh, we sometimes use the term during the, the, the liturgy, heavenly homeland. So when you think about it, part of the, or maybe like the heart of all of Scripture, the heart of everything Jesus is, is doing and about to, to embark on now, as, as this reading now, uh, after that gospel, uh, we now enter into the season uh, of, 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 of Holy Week. Okay? So what is the, the purpose of all of this? Well, there are different ways of answering that question, but I think that they have the same thing at the, at the heart. You could say that the purpose of everything Jesus is doing is to heal, to heal our relationship with God, heal our relationship with the Father. That's absolutely, absolutely true, and I, and I love that idea too, that Jesus hasn't come to give us rules, Jesus hasn't come just to give us texts or readings or something like that, important in all the scripture is. Uh, but the heart of it is that he wants to bring us back into communion with the Father. He wants to bring us back into a holy communion, a holy communion with God, with God his Father and our Father. So, but another way of phrasing it, I think, another idea that you could use to, 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 to summarize all of, of biblical history and all that Jesus is about to do now in this Holy Week is that he wants to bring us home. And again, for me, that, that term is very, very positive. Home, uh, I grew up on a, on a farm and like every day was an adventure. I, we so look forward to the weekends, you know, because um, oh, we'd go out in the tractor and we just, I don't know, it was, it was kind of half work. It was more or less work, but, you know, you'd have to clear a ditch or you'd have to dig a hole or you'd have to move stuff or you'd have to restack bales or you'd have to turn hay. Um, so I'd take the doors off the tractor. Uh, it, 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 you know, an Irish summer, my favourite day of the year. Take off the, 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 the doors of the tractor of the Massey Ferguson 188, and you have the hay bob on the back, and you just be bouncing around the fields all day, just turning hay, turning hay, turning hay. I loved that. Oh my goodness. Or topping fields after the cows have, have grazed and they, they leave all the nettles and thistles and all the rubbish grass that no one will eat. Uh, so you go out there with your mower and you just mow everything down, just up and down and up and down. It's just great crack. Absolutely great crack. And uh, just every day was an adventure. Uh, and as I say, for me then, home was a place where you could always be yourself. Now, that, that works both ways, to be honest. Because uh, I think a lot of us will find once you've moved away from home, when you visit home, that's where you're allowed to be grouchy. Because <laughs> your family can't disown you, uh, whereas friends can. So you always kind of have to be on a maybe better behavior with friends, whereas when you go home, you can just kind of just, just couch potato. Um, 
But at home, you can be yourself. At home, the masks are down. At home, you can just be real. You can just be you. So at home, I think you can be yourself. I think that's a very, very important thing. At home, hopefully for most, and again, this mightn't be everyone's experience. That's why I'm, I'm clarifying what I mean by home or what I understand by home. But you can be yourself. I think it's a place also where you feel safe. Uh, and I would have found that, and I'm sure you, you've had similar, hopefully you've had similar experiences, where when you've been abroad or you've been working or you've been wherever it is and you come home and suddenly it's just everything is safe. You know, your meals are going to be there and you don't have to worry about anything. You're, you're secure. You don't, you don't have anything to worry about. You know, you're, it's, it's such a, you're, you're carried by your family. And this is also a very healthy and uh, necessary uh, experience for people in their teenage years where if home is solid, uh, if, if home is a place where they can be themselves, if home is a place where, where they can be safe, it means that you can try things. You can try a college course. And if it doesn't work out, you go back home. You can try a relationship. You can ask a girl out. And if, if she says no, well, you go back home. You have somewhere to go. You have something to come back to. That's why when home isn't solid, when home isn't a place of security, you must, might, and you find this, like in, in, unfortunately, uh, amongst people in their upper teens, where they ask a girl out and she says no, or they're in a relationship for a couple of months and it, if the relationship falls apart, and now there's no home to go back to, or there's no security at home. Home isn't a safe place. So they find themselves in free fall. Now they're like 18 or 19 and suicidal, because the girlfriend broke it off after six months, or whatever it is, because home, home wasn't safe. I don't mean it from an abuse perspective, but I mean in, in, within themselves, at home, is, is home a place of security? Is home a place where they can depend on their parents or brothers and sisters uh, to, to support them? So for me, thankfully, it always was. I, I, uh, after school, uh, I went to college, in, to, to Limerick, to study electronic engineering. And I realised, after a couple of months that I absolutely hated the course. I hated it. I used to dread getting the bus on a Sunday evening back to Limerick, back to UL. Uh, and I was, I was just, people could see it in me, my family could see it in me, that I was starting to lose my joy, that I would just be so, I'd be dragging my heels up onto the bus and I'd sit there and arms folded. And, uh, just was miserable. I just really didn't like the course, really didn't like the college. No offense to anyone who does, but it just wasn't for me. Um, it's a grand city if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know, no, no, I got in trouble before for saying something like that. Limerick is lovely, all good. Um, my, my mom is from Limerick. I was actually born in Limerick. Limerick is fine, that's not a problem. Um, so, but, but my point is, when I left Limerick, I was able to come home, and home was safe, and home was where I could be myself. Okay, so I think home is where you can be yourself, home is where you're safe. And thirdly, home is where you know you're loved. Home is where you know you're loved. And I think for a lot of us, if, if we've been away for a while and we come home, our moms do try and spoil us. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll put on the, they'll get a pavlova or uh, they'll uh, throw on an old steak or, you know, they'll try to make things, moms will try to make things as, as, as we like them to welcome us back, you know. And you feel loved. Like, these people know me. <laughs> They're also my parents, but they, they, they know me. Like they, they know what I like and what I, what I don't like, and they try to, to, to show they care. Okay, so that's what I understand by home. So apply that idea now to what God is trying to do for us here, what God wants to do for us.
I'm going to take the sons of Israel from the nations where they have gone. I shall gather them together from everywhere and bring them home to their own soil. I shall settle my sanctuary among them forever. I shall make my home above them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. So home, our heavenly homeland, a place where we can be ourselves. In heaven, there are no masks. You're not, in heaven, there's no two-facedness. We're not trying to kind of please God uh, in the sense that we're trying to pull the wool over, over his eyes, act all holy, whereas in the background, we're stockpiling jelly beans or something we shouldn't be doing, I don't know. Uh, in, in heaven, we are who we are. But thankfully, we're the best version of ourselves. We've, we've been purified. And here we are in heaven, absolutely ourselves, completely ourselves, filled with God's grace, living for him, loving him, doing everything for him, and out of love for him, and drawing from, from him in, uh, at, at all times. It's going to be stunning. And it's a place where we absolutely feel safe. Because in heaven, what do we lack? Nothing, because we have God. And he's our everything. He's our all in all. And finally, we, not only, we, it's like we can't even begin to describe how loved we will feel in heaven because it's not, it's not like here where on earth you can feel loved at certain moments and you can kind of feel maybe a bit not so loved in other moments. You can feel outright rejected in other moments. Uh, that's just not heaven. In heaven, there is a, a... You see, because God is love, being in his presence means we are constantly enveloped in love. We can't even begin to, to fathom that. That's just so beyond our human experience. But, because anything we do constantly on earth, we eventually get bored of. You know, if, if we, familiarity breeds contempt. If we, if, if, if we got our favorite meal every day, within two weeks you'd be sick of it. You know, we, we, just, we don't have experience, joyful experiences that just remain joyful. They don't. Whereas in heaven it will be the case. We'll be completely enveloped in God's love for all eternity and never get tired of it because it's infinite we will constantly discover greater depths of God's love for us and hopefully we are, ourselves will be able to grow in our capacity to love him we'll be taken into the Father's embrace where we will lack nothing where we will be home where we will be completely ourselves where we will be safe and where we will know we are loved in all that Jesus is about to do uh, in this coming Holy Week. Everything he suffers, everything he knows at this point he's going to go through, he's doing so to bring you home. He is doing so to bring you back into the Father's house. And so we ask the Lord today to prepare us now for this Holy Week that it may be an experience of God's love, an experience of being brought home. Amen.